0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Drama Lama Classroom Podcast. This is Mrs. Dimboya, and today we are going to be talking about HBCUs, which is Historically Black Colleges and Universities. There are several here in Georgia, including Albany State, Clark Atlanta. Shout out to Mrs. Isdrunk, an alumni of Clark Atlanta University. There's Fort Valley State University. Shout out to my father-in-law, who is currently a professor of history at Fort Valley State. There is also Savannah State college, or Savannah State University, located in Savannah. If you are looking for a school that has more of a religious affiliation, there is Payne College, P-A-I-N-E College, and that's located in Augusta, and they are mainly Methodist. For those of you looking for a male only HBCU, check out Morehouse College up in Atlanta. And for my ladies, if you're looking for the same, You can check out Spelman College up in Atlanta, and that's Spelman with one L. So, S-P-E-L-M-A-N. So, there are a bunch more HBCUs, but these are just the ones that are here in Georgia. Now, HBCU is, again, a historically black college or university. This means that generally, you are going to have a larger percentage of black or African-American students, um, along with maybe some Hispanic and Latino students here. And you're also more likely to have more black or African-American faculty, okay? So some people might ask, well, why does that matter? And it matters because some people are more comfortable um, with groups that can understand their own personal struggles and the things that they've had to overcome in order to get to college or things that they might experience in college or outside of high school. And some people are just more comfortable in larger groups that are like themselves. So HBCUs can be great for those of African-American descent or those who are black to feel that sense of community, especially for some people that might not have had a chance to experience that in high school if they went to a predominantly white school for high school. Generally, it can just really help you experience more of a sense of community without feeling alienated, which is important no matter which school you go to and no matter what your race or ethnicity is. uh, A big thing is feeling like you are part of that community on campus and avoiding feeling alienated. So not only does that mean choosing schools that are going to fit with how you feel the most, so whether that's going to schools that are mainly religious or schools that are all female or all male or hbcus or liberal arts colleges but that also includes getting involved on campus and making sure that there's a way for you to stay connected Um, studies have shown that those that are involved in opportunities on campus to really communicate with others are more likely to graduate than those that do not get involved in on-campus opportunities so these campus opportunities can be anywhere from working on campus to being part of a sorority or a fraternity or a Greek honor society, being part of athletics or the theater department, different departments, just anything that's going to make you have that sense of community. So while we're talking about that, let's also talk about what it's like to like live on campus. This might also be something you consider not only with whether or not your school is religious affiliated, whether or not it is an HBCU, or if it's all male or all female, but you also want to consider what the living conditions are like. So some schools are traditional dorms. And what this means is that generally you're going to share a room with anywhere from one to three other people, sometimes in bunk beds and that you will then share a bathroom with a floor of people which means that you had to leave your room and walk down the hall to get to the bathroom which has showers and toilets and that kind of thing so some schools have traditional setups like that so be sure that you're aware of that if you're going to a school and you're not comfortable with having to walk down the hall to to the bathroom each time or go take a shower and have a shower caddy then you might want to look into other schools or see if they offer any other type of housing. Sometimes they offer different housing for upperclassmen and freshmen are required to live on campus in those style dorms the first year. There are some other places that have more apartment style dorms and those can range from you having one roommate and sharing a bathroom with one roommate and then sharing a kitchen and living room area with anywhere from Two to six other people. Then you have some that are um, a little bit more like apartment style, where you still share the kitchen and the living room, but you share that with three other people, and you get your own bedroom and your own bathroom. So there's different styles of housing in dorms depending on which school you go to. So make sure when you are visiting the school, you ask about the dorms. And here's another thing. Some people don't like living in the dorms. They think they can find a better deal elsewhere off campus. However, a lot of times, most colleges and universities require that the freshmen live in the dorms unless they live within 50 miles. Um, So, for instance, if you are here in Columbus and you decide to go to Columbus State University, obviously because you live here, they're not going to require you to live on campus because you could be commuting from, you know, your folks house like my husband did um but if you're like me and i was from noonan i was about an hour and a half away from home and so they required that i lived on campus for the first year Um, so i lived on campus for the first two years and then after that i um, rented an apartment with one of my roommates so keep that in mind Um, each place is going to be different another thing that you're going to have to understand if you are living on campus is you're going to be exposed to different people Even at an HBCU, you're still going to be introduced to people that might not have the same views as you, might not have the same hygiene as you, and may not cook the same as you, okay? Um, so these are all going to be not necessarily obstacles, but they're things to think about. So really, the biggest part of living on campus is learning how to communicate well with others, okay? Um... Sometimes you will make very, very strong bonds with your roommates. Um, so, my roommate, Brooke, we were roommates freshman year. We found each other on Facebook uh, right before orientation. And then during orientation, we found each other, hung out a little bit, and said, Hey, you know, I don't know anybody else here. Would you want to be roommates? So, we put ourselves down on each other's list for who they wanted to room with, and we got that. And then for the next two years, we lived on campus together as roommates. And then after those first two years, we moved off campus to an apartment and we continued to be roommates for those last two years of college. Um, it was wonderful. We are still friends today. And so those are some of those lifelong bonds that you will have. And I, gra- I graduated back in 2013, okay, from college. So that's the last time we actually lived together was 2013. Um, but we are still friends and we still communicate all the time we still meet up and hang out and without college that never would have happened um so keep in mind you will meet people that you really enjoy and you build these friendships with and then you'll have people that you don't okay there's going to be people that you just don't get along and the biggest lesson in that is just learning tolerance um some people might not think the same way as you or act the, the way that you think they should act. And so basically it's going to get down to just learning how to tolerate other people and maybe, you know, their their quirks that they may have. Um, and you also have to be reasonable. So we had one roommate freshman year and at 6 o'clock at night she wanted us to turn off the lights in the kitchen because she was trying to sleep. Um, because she said the light in the kitchen... Shown underneath her door and kept her up or whatnot, okay? So this is like 6, 7 o'clock at night. It, it's not reasonable, okay? This is like 10 o'clock at night. You know, that's more understandable. But if you're asking people around dinner time to not be in the kitchen and keep the lights off and keep it quiet, that that's not reasonable to ask other people. So make sure that when you are communicating your wants and needs, that you're doing it in a reasonable way. So maybe she could have put a towel in front of her door on her end to block some of that light, you know, and we could agree that, you know, by 830, no one would turn the light on in the kitchen. You know, so there's different ways that you can handle these things. Um, Just be aware of that. And most colleges you go to, you will have um, what are considered RA or resident assistants. Um, Whether or not they're called that at every school depends, but that's basically what they are. And they're basically there to mediate. So if you run into issues with your roommates before you all go crazy on each other, talk to your RA and they will come down generally and have a mediation and talk about what the issue is. What are some ways that we can all come to a consensus on an appropriate way to solve this, Um, you know, and that kind of thing. So kind of like what we're doing with our restorative justice discipline in the classroom where we're talking about different ways to handle things. That's kind of things to keep in mind at the college level as well. Um, and just be aware and respect other people, but also know people have to be reasonable. You need to be reasonable with that. Also remember that most places you can kind of transfer each year in the dorms between who your roommates are. So if you get through freshman year and you say, okay, I cannot stand these people that I'm having to live with. You can always request for sophomore year to get placed with different people. Okay, Um, so in my first two years living on campus before I moved to a two bedroom apartment with uh, my roommate, Brooke, we I had about five other roommates. Um, Some of them we just kind of got along, you know, we were nice enough, friendly enough, cordially enough. Um, But like our first roommate we ever had was a senior. And she wasn't really there that long because she was a senior. So she was never around. She had other stuff to do. So we didn't see her a whole lot. Um, But, you know, we were nice and cordial. And then we also had two other freshmen like ourselves at one point. Um, One was very big into the sorority scene. And the other one was very big into the science scene. And they just didn't mesh. Um... And so when you have two people out of a group of four that don't mesh, it can cause tensions. Um, So there are a lot of fights, a lot of arguments about who's taking out the trash. Just very, very petty things. And things can get very petty. Um, But the important thing is to realize that you need to make concessions sometimes and that you're not living with these people forever. So after that first year, um, one of our roommates moved into a single dormitory um, by herself and the other girl moved in with a bunch of her sorority um, sisters. And that left Brooke and I. And then we got two new um, roommates. And the one was fine. We didn't really see them a lot because again, at this point we were sophomores. We had a lot going on. We were both working and going to school at the same time. So we really didn't see them a whole lot. Um, Same with the other one. We did have an issue with one roommate trying to steal our things from the common area that we had decorated. Um, but that was handled very well by housing. We just went and said, hey, these are things that we have. We have pictures from before these girls were ever our roommates of us having these items in our house. Can we please get them? And so housing went and took care of it. No big deal. Everything was fine after that. Um, so after that, we decided to move into an apartment to save a little bit more money and to cut down on the drama. (laughs) And so it was good and that's not to say that Brooke and I didn't have our own little spats here from time to time Um, you're gonna have that no matter who you live with Uh, most of you if you live with um, family or guardians you know that you're not always gonna get along with people 100% of the time but the biggest takeaway is learning how to effectively communicate and even if we have these little spats here and there we know how to positively come back from them and work through them So the next thing that you need to know about housing is basically the cost. So again, most of you as freshmen will be required to live on campus. And generally that comes with a cost as well as a dining plan. So be sure that you are looking into that. I will have an example of this posted on our websites. um, So you can see how to go about finding this information and what that means to you. But just keep in mind, that is another expense, at least for the first year. And that is in addition to your tuition and fees, which again, we will also have a video going over how you can compare different tuition and fees and how to find out about financial aid and all that good stuff. So if you're looking into HBCUs, we will have that on our website as well as a list of other colleges and universities. This is by no means an exhaustive list. This is just the list of what students last year, um, the places they said that they were interested in last year. So if you're interested in a specific college or university that's not listed on our website, just email me and I will take care of it. And we will get that posted up there. So please keep that in mind. Um, Just really be sure to look into where you think you're going to find the best fit. Definitely go visit these colleges. Um, Have fun with it. And that's going to round us out for dorm life and HBCUs and choosing colleges. So I hope you found this episode a little bit educational for you. And be sure to stay tuned for our next episode about scholarships and financial aid and studying abroad.